Hey there, it's Jamie Scrimger here, and you're listening to the Kick-Ass Stepmom Podcast. I'm a wife, a mom, a stepmom, a coach, a conversation opener, and a BS caller. Eight years ago, I found myself sitting on the bathroom floor, bawling my eyes out, wondering what the heck I was thinking, marrying a man with three kids and an ex-wife. Look, don't get me wrong. I was madly in love. The kids were great. But being a stepmom is, well, it's just complicated. If you know, you know. As a 26-year-old with zero experience in the parenting department, I went to the internet for support. But I was disappointed with what I found. So I decided to create the type of support I was looking for. Raw, real, solution-focused conversations about all things motherhood, stepmotherhood, and living a kick-ass life. Life can be hard, really freaking hard. But it's entirely possible to thrive amongst the tough stuff. Each week, I will bring you tips and strategies and mindset shifts to inspire you to live your own version of a kick-ass life. We'll bring you along as I create my own. Let's do this. Hey guys, first episode of 2022. Happy freaking new year. Who is feeling excited about this year? I want to know who is pumped because I am definitely pumped. I usually feel excited about most years though. Like I love a new year. I love a new week. I love a new month, I love a new day, a new season, just any opportunity to regroup and audit life. You know me, I love a good intention setting session. So this episode is with Darren. It's been a while since he's been on the podcast, so I was excited to sit down with him. And we just reflected on this past year. We set some loose intentions for 2022. And basically, we just had a little chit-chat about what we should be proud of, where we fell short, our marriage, parenting wins, New Year's resolutions. Actually, we shared what we think the other person should do for their New Year's resolutions. So that was kind of fun. Now, before we dive into this episode, I do want to check in with you guys and share a little bit about my headspace going into this year. Now, for the last couple years, I have started the year without any major resolutions, I just would take January to reflect and mull things over and just kind of get used to the new year. One year I took January like totally off of social media and the podcast. Another year, Darren and I went to Bahamas for a trip to just refocus and reconnect. There was another year where I just kind of set the whole month aside for decluttering my house and just like regrouping everything. I just really like to take some time at the beginning of the year to get super clear. This year I'm not doing anything big like that. I'm not going off of Instagram. I'm not like taking time off from something. I'm really focused on creating habits that will last me throughout the year. So I really want to create a life that I don't need to take a break from. I want to create habits with social media that don't require me to take huge detoxes. I want to foster a relationship with my partner that doesn't require us to just go away to feel reconnected. Like I want to be able to reconnect in our day-to-day life. And I just really want to create rituals and routines that help me feel grounded day-to-day. So those are my intentions going into 2022. And lately I have asked myself and have been asking myself some questions that I want to share with you guys. So I have been asking myself, like, is this what I want or what I think I should want when I'm setting my goals? I have been asking myself, what makes me truly happy? If money had nothing to do with it, what would I do with my life? What am I doing to block myself from achieving the things that I want to achieve? Like what prevented me from achieving the goals that I set last year? 
What are my shadows? What are my triggers? What aspects of my personality are holding me back from achieving the relationships I want or feeling the way that I want to feel? I know it's pretty deep, but it is meaningful. And these questions are really useful when you're trying to just kind of do an audit on where things are. So this year I am craving simplicity. I am craving order. I'm craving organization and I'm just craving more freedom. And my theme is radical self-care. So I'll explain. I love to listen to the Calm app before bed. So it's this meditation app and they have like nighttime meditations and just like all sorts of meditations and music. And at night, I love to fall asleep to the nighttime meditations. Reese loves them too. Like Reese and I will often sleep together and she will ask for the meditation before bed and we will lay there and she'll hold my hand and we'll fall asleep together. I just, anyway, I love it. That's not the point of the story, but if you're looking for something to fall asleep to, I highly recommend. Now, sometimes I use the daytime meditations as well. So they have ones for productivity and just like daily practice, anxiety, and there's this series called Radical Self-Care. And as soon as I read Radical Self-Care, I was like, I love it. Ever since then, I have been obsessed. I love the way it sounds. I love the way it feels. I just, I'm into it. I'm into Radical Self-Care. So that is the theme for 2022. So for me, Radical Self-Care is all about boundaries. It's about saying no to toxic relationships, even if it's family and friends or people who you feel like you should or supposed to have in your life. Like radical self-care is saying no to toxic relationships. It's about getting super clear on your rituals and your routines and habits that set you up for success. It's about getting deliberate about what gets your time and attention, decluttering, implementing systems so that things can happen with ease. And I have been working on this a lot lately, um, but obviously it's a work in progress. And this year, I'm just really about protecting my energy at all costs, even more than I usually do. So I'm taking this month, January, to think about systems and habits and rituals and routines that help support me in feeling the way that I want to feel in life. So morning routines, nighttime routines, workout routines, meditation practices, like all of the things that I already do-ish, I'm taking time to dive in and really set myself up for some radical self-care this year. Now, if you would like to hear more about that on the podcast, shoot me a message, let me know. As you guys know, I'm here to share and support you guys in showing up the way that you want to show up this year. My intention for this podcast and for the membership and just for the platform is to provide the best support and advice to get you to a place where you feel in control and less triggered and confident and just at peace because you deserve it and your family deserves it too. Alrighty, that's it for this intro. Let's dive in. This episode is sponsored by Stepmom Magazine. Guys, Stepmom Magazine is probably one of the only stepmom resources that I check out on a regular basis. It is an online magazine with articles from all the top step parenting experts on all things stepmom life. If you've been through it, Stepmom Magazine has covered it. The articles inside Stepmom Magazine are written by a hand-selected team of experts. Contributors are licensed therapists and published authors and stepfamily professionals who just get it. Stepmom Magazine also has eBooks that you can download if you're struggling with a particular issue, such as disengaging or dealing with the ex or having an R's baby and more. It is a super cost-effective way to get support and most importantly, reassurance that you're not alone. It is such a great feeling when you get the monthly email letting you know that the monthly edition is ready. 
The articles are always so timely. To subscribe, head to www.stepmomagazine.com and use the code JAMIE20 to save 20%. Again, that's www.stepmomagazine.com and use the code JAMIE20 for 20% off. Okay. Hello. Hello. Sitting here with Darren. Why are you laughing? Because I knew you were going to start with hello, hello, hello. I always start <laughs> I know, every podcast. That's, that's what I was, when you asked me if I wanted to start, I was going to do the exact same thing as you. How would I start the podcast? Well, you just did. Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, I don't know. You need to have something that you always do every time. No, it's good. All right. So this is our year in review podcast. Take two. Straight up, guys, we already recorded this podcast, but there were some audio issues. So we are doing it again on Boxing Day, right before we host my family on a time crunch. So what we are going to do is we're just going to hope that it's as good as the one that we already did. <laughs> mm-hmm. So basically for this episode, I thought we could just do a little bit of a year in review, reflect on last year, decide or talk about what our intentions are for 2022. And you guys submitted some Instagram questions or questions on Instagram. So we're going to answer a few of those as well. So I guess to start, Darren, how do you feel about this past year? Well, I think we got through it and it wasn't as bad as what we thought because of everything that was going on with COVID. We survived and we tried to thrive. And of course we had some Unfortunate things, but some great things that happened this year, but that's typical of almost every year. Yeah. I feel like last year there was like really high highs, really low lows, and it was just kind of ebbs and flows of life. So what would you say our biggest success was? I know what I think our biggest success was, but I'd love to, like as a family or as, as partners in life. I personally think our biggest success was the time we had as a family, the things that we learned about each other, you know, certainly being locked down, you spend a lot more time. And I think what we learned was that we're okay. Just being the two of us, we're okay. Just being with our family. Now I'm sure the kids wanted to see their friends more often, but everybody was fine. We made it through it. And I think we've realized that if, we had to be on an island, just the two of us, we'd actually be okay. I loved it. And I think that's great. I think that if you can do that and not get antsy and have to be entertained by other things or other people or other events, you're, you're, you're pretty good together. Yeah, no, for sure. I definitely felt like I preferred lockdown. Like I, you know, the introvert in me loved that our calendar was bare. We didn't have so many things going on. We got to spend time together, but there were a lot of divorces that came up. Like we kept hearing a lot of people saying like, Oh, we're splitting up. We realized like with COVID that when we were just sitting there looking at each other and didn't have the hustle bustle of everyday life, we didn't really want to be with each other. And I felt like we were the opposite. So obviously I'm grateful for that. You probably are too. You can't afford another (laughs) ex-wife. Well, and just actually this morning called uh, one of my best friends and we were talking about some other people that were friends of theirs and he was like, yeah, they split. And I'm like, oh, what about they split? And it was, it was too bad that that happened. But we, you know, as much as you enjoyed the lockdown, I think the lockdown was nice, but we were also antsy to get out and see some of our friends. It was nice when we could socialize with some of our, our friends and it was nice just to go out for a dinner and, and some of those things that we, we love to do. But I think the, you know, not having to do a whole, you know, your schedule opens up. And that was probably what we liked 
the most was, you know, we didn't have to be somewhere all weekend long. You know, we could have some free time and time to chill and make our own time and make our own events and not be on a schedule so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Love that. I would say from my point of view, our biggest success was that we did have a very stressful year and we didn't get in any blowout fights really. Like we really handled it really well. Like co-parenting stress, any issues that came up with the kids, like business stuff, like just anything in life, we handled it as a team. And there would be so many times and like, you know, something would come in or like a lawyer's letter would come in or there'd be a trigger that happened afterwards. I'd be like, wow, I'm proud of us. Like we used to really get into it over these things. And I think we've come a long way and just like deciding we're going to tackle anything that life throws our way as a team. And that was a decision we literally had to make. Yeah. And I also think we really felt blessed and thankful when you have so much taken away from you and you no longer can do things or see people. I think we really then appreciated each other. We appreciated what we had. And all of a sudden, you don't sweat those things that seem to be such a big deal because you're in the middle of a pandemic and you can't see your friends and you can't see your family. And all of a sudden, those things that would have stirred us didn't because, you know, we were realizing they're maybe not as big a deal as we always thought when, you know, life can be changed so drastically so fast. Mm -hmm. I think this year I really learned like we're always going to be okay. No matter what happens, we will figure it out. We will figure it out as a team, even when things are really, really hard and so much is out of our control, like together we will figure it out. I just have this faith in us now. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Yeah. Really nice, eh? <laughs> All right. So what would you have done differently this year? That's a tough one because you're really flying by the seat of your pants with these changes that were hitting us. I think you realize how unprepared you are for some of these things, but you adapt very quickly. You know, I think probably my personal thing would have been maybe take better care of myself health-wise, mental health-wise. I was so worried about my business and my clients and my family and how everyone else is doing. I didn't consistently take that time for myself. You know, I would work some days from five in the morning and you'd have to come down and remind me that we have to have dinner soon. And I just would be sitting there all day working and not really taking care of myself. And I think if I go back on it, I should have made time every day to do something for myself, a workout or chill time or something that I like to do. Meditate. Yeah. Maybe even, you know, cause I, I dove into work when it first happened, maybe hang out with the kids and enjoy that time a little bit more. You know, we do, and we, and we did do some neat things. We did some hikes. We went out in the woods. We did a lot of things that we wouldn't normally do because we'd be at a, hockey arena on the weekends or we'd be taking off to this event and going away here and we couldn't do that. So yeah, I think it was just myself personally would have been but take better care of myself. And I'm starting to do that again. You've probably noticed. Yeah. Darren was just stretching before we went on this podcast. I was like, <laughs> what are you doing? He's like, I'm just getting more flexible. <laughs> so good. Yeah. You know what? That's definitely for me. If I were to look back on this year, I feel like there were times where I was like all over being healthy and you know, working out regularly and doing all the things. And then there were just periods where we were just surviving and just trying to get through and make sure everyone, everyone and everything was taken care of. And always my self-care, my workouts or, you know, eating healthy and that kind of stuff. That's what goes off the list. So definitely something that I'm working on for 2022 too. We're going to be so healthy and fit and eating all the kale Hopefully. salads. <laughs> yeah. Next year we're going to be like doing this year in review podcast. We're like, we should have worked out more. Okay. So one of the questions that came in was just in response to one of the podcast episodes that I did about 
my year because it was like a birthday reflection podcast. And I was saying, wow, like this year I didn't meet any of the goals that I had set for myself. Like I had set some business goals. I had set some, you know, health and fitness goals and I didn't meet any of them. And so the question that came in was, how do you set goals for 2022 when you didn't meet any of the goals for 2021? Which by the way, thank you for reminding me whoever pointed that one out. But I think it's true. Like what, what do you do when maybe that year didn't turn out the way you wanted it to, or you're just not feeling so great about where you're at? Like, do you have any thoughts on how to regroup and refocus for 2022? Yeah, we maybe didn't hit all of our milestones or our goals or things because we had such a drastic change that it is somewhat understandable, but I don't think you can lose focus on your goals. And and I mentioned my book that I keep and I write my daily goals that I put in every day in a to-do list and try to keep organized that way. And then longer term goals that I want to achieve and some are business goals and some are personal. And I, and I have all those going and I go back and I look at my book. I keep my book and I put a date on it from, you know, the period that that book was good from, say, January 2018 to, to June 2018. And I look at my books and go back and look at some of the things and circle some of the things that I didn't achieve business-wise or personal-wise. And then I put them in and, and go for it again. And you hope that we don't have something that comes out of left field like we did the last two years. And, or, or, or you adapt the goal to what's going on in the current environment and try and achieve it but you have to take a different direction to get it or a different path or a different roadmap you know the navigation system changes all the time and so i think you just move forward or maybe it has changed slightly maybe it's not as important because of what's happened you know mm -hmm. i know some of the goals i had aren't as important as some of the other ones that i think i should have now mm -hmm. i think sometimes we set goals because we think that's what we're supposed to do or that's the goal we should be striving towards and if you have a goal that you haven't met think about it. Like go back and be like, okay, is this something I really want? Like what's standing in the way of me doing this? Am I the one standing in the way? Like what can I do to either meet this goal or do I need to reevaluate whether or not it's important to me anymore? Because I think sometimes we do do that. And I think the other thing that's really important to know is, or to remember is that if you're doing the same thing over and over again and it's not working, like you need to go back to the drawing board and you need to say, okay, like how can I revamp how I'm approaching this goal so that it fits with my life more or so it's more achievable or it, there isn't so much resistance towards doing that. And I'm doing that too. I'm looking at my days. I'm looking at my business and how we're running the family and saying like, okay, like what can I do differently to help this flow better? Yeah. And I think sometimes we put goals, you know, health and wellness. And I take my goals and yes, health is a big goal for us this year, but then I break it down into my smaller goals. You know, I want to get to the gym three times this week. I want to do a run. I'm going to make sure I make my hockey game on Sunday night. And it's those little things, you know, I've read many of these self-help books and it is true. The little things, you know, you look at your goal and say, this is what I want. Well, then you got to work backwards. How do I get to that? And sometimes we we keep that goal front and center, but we really don't put together the mechanism to get to that goal. So now I'm trying to dive in and say, okay, you know, each day I want to make sure that I do some, even if it's a walk, I do something physical movement. Movement is so key. I'm finding at uh, my age, you know, the, the, that's why I was stretching because I'm not as flexible as I used to. And I was reading in men's health that, you know, I've got to keep moving all the time. So whether it's going to the gym or a jog or, and I got away from that. So yes, my goal is health, but it's the little things that I've got to do every week or every day or every, and, and you've really got to go backwards and work from, from the little things up mm -hmm. to get to the big thing. 
And the one thing I want to add on that is be realistic. Like I know for me, if I don't work out in the morning, it's not happening. Like there is a 97.5% chance that I'm not going to get that workout in unless I do it in the morning. So being really honest with yourself about what works for you in your lifestyle, because when I delay that workout, and that's something that I often do, then it just doesn't happen. So get really real about what works for you and where those roadblocks are for you. And also what I was notorious for doing was if I decided that I need to run six kilometers for my jog and I looked and I just didn't feel like it or didn't have time, I would just be blow it off. I can't do six kilometers. I'm going to now sometimes I'll go out and I'll do five or four, you know, I'll just do something and you feel good afterwards and it, and it, it compounds from there. Yeah. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. Yeah. Sometimes you have to be flexible on, on anything in life. Yeah. Like your body, like you were trying to do <laughs> earlier. All right. If you follow along on Instagram, you know, I love a good hoodie. I love a good plain shirt. I love a good plain sweater. I love a good neutral. I'm really about keeping it simple when it comes to my wardrobe. And I love to dress Reese the same. That's why I'm so pumped to partner with Austin Oaks. Guys, when I first had Reese, I struggled to find cute clothes for her because I felt like all of the girl clothes had unicorns and butterflies and sunshine and all those things on them, which is totally fine if that's your style. But again, I like to keep it simple. So when I stumbled upon Austin Oaks, I was sold. It's a unisex clothing line for everyone in your family. Austin Oaks items are designed and manufactured here in Canada, made from high quality, ultra soft bamboo cotton that is eco-friendly, sustainably sourced, and so freaking soft. Seriously, plain, solid, high quality pieces for your whole crew. Personally, I am obsessed with their adult bamboo hoodie in ivory and the bamboo crew in gray. And I just ordered Reese the same. You should see the cute outfits that my sister Brett got my nephews. Guys, I can't tell you how obsessed I am with all of their pieces. Cool thing is Austin Oaks ships to both Canada and the US. I highly recommend checking them out. You can get all the information, go shop at www.jamiescrimger.com forward slash Austin Oaks, and then use the code Jamie10 for 10% off your order. You're welcome. The other day I was writing an Instagram caption all about all the things that I wish I would have done when I first became a stepmom. The first thing on that list was to start going to therapy. If I could go back, I would have started personal therapy and couples therapy immediately. Now I have shared this in the past, but going to therapy truly changed my life. My only regret is that I wish I did it sooner. It gave me better understanding myself, my triggers, the stories I've been telling myself, it helped me with strategies to take care of myself and my anxiety to achieve my goals and improve my relationships. Like I cannot recommend therapy enough. And that's why I'm so excited to share our newest sponsor of the podcast, BetterHelp. So BetterHelp is a professional counseling service done securely online. So no awkward waiting rooms, no driving to your appointment. Like you can have the call from the comfort of your own home. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can connect in a safe and private online environment and start communicating in under 48 hours. Not only can you schedule weekly video and phone sessions, but you can also send your counselor a message anytime and get a thoughtful and timely response. Now, finding the right counselor is key. It has to be a fit. And BetterHelp understands this and is committed to facilitating therapeutic matches. So they make it easy and free to change your counselor if you feel like it's just not aligning. Plus, it's more affordable than traditional therapy and financial aid is available. 
It is available to clients worldwide. BetterHelp offers licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression and stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, family matters, LGBTQ plus matters, grief, and self-esteem. So if you're ready to dive into therapy as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com forward slash stepmom. So join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash stepmom. All right. So next question, Darren, what do you think that I should be proud of in 2021? And then I'm going to tell you what I think you should be proud of. <laughs> I think you should be proud of how you dealt with the change of having the kids around a lot more and and me around a lot more and still thriving in your your work and dealing with the stressors a lot more than just, you know, again, we didn't have to, like you said, we didn't have any too many blowouts or confrontations. I'm sure you had tons of things that irritated you. I but just started you, taking you, more anxiety. You handled, <laughs> well, you handled them <laughs> a lot better because we had a lot more togetherness and, and you are, like you said, you are an introvert and you like your time alone and you want to journal and you want to get on your laptop and you, you had a lot of togetherness and, and, and a lot of people around the house and, you know, stuff that you don't see day to day, you see every day of people's habits and you can get irritated very easily on sometimes people's habits. Well, if you wouldn't stir your tea so loud, I wouldn't <laughs> and it's, get so But irritated. you got better. Well, you know what? I can't help the spoon hits the side of the cup. So, <laughs> but I thought you did better than, you know, say five years ago, if this had have happened. Yeah. I would have lost my shit way more. Yeah. Thanks. I think so. Yeah. So I think you, you, you handled everything really well and thrived. Why? Thank you. Okay. So what do I think that you should be most proud of? I think that you handled a very high stress year. We had personal stuff. We had work stuff. We just had so much going on and you really sheltered us from it. And, you know, there's both sides to this because I do wish you would communicate sometimes a little bit more with me about like when you're stressed and, you know, when you're struggling with stuff. But you really kept everything going this year in this family and really kind of took care of things from an outside perspective and I think you know that I don't have a huge capacity for a lot of stress. You know, you can compartmentalize things and just deal with things as they come up and you're very structured in how you do that. And you know, for me, you know, whether it's co-parenting stuff or whatever, like whatever's happening in our life, I can get really, really consumed. And I think that you really sheltered our whole family from just extra stress this year because you knew that everyone was going through a lot. Now, I do think you need to take care of yourself more and you could communicate better and like there's two sides to that, but you really handled our year really well and just kind of as, I guess, the head of the family. Mind you, I like to think I'm the head of the family. Well, but. I think we're co-heads <laughs> yeah. of the family. But I, I really think that you should be proud of that and you know, you really flourished in your business this year and we're really dedicated to all of that and I do think that sometimes I don't tell you how much I appreciate how hard you're working and that I see all you're doing. And so I think you should be proud of all of that. Well, thank you very much. It, w it was a stressful year at times, but yeah, I tried to deal with a lot of stuff on my own because I realized everyone had a lot of stuff on their plate. And if I can take as much off everyone else's and I can still deal with it, I, mm -hmm. I, I did. Yeah. Thank but, you. But you can't do it all. Just remember. Is there anything that you think we could work on for our home next year? Like what didn't work this year? Like what could we do better? 
I think just prioritizing and organizing. You know, I mentioned last time we kind of almost got into a fight about it. You know, I think for for you, just get a task done and move to the next. You know, sometimes you have four or five things on the go and, you know, takes four hours to get it all done because you're just, whereas I like to move from thing to thing to thing, but then I can procrastinate because I want to do one job and get another one done. And if I don't feel like starting that job, nothing gets done. So I think we both need to find some common ground and this is the time to organize everything. You know, we got through a, a whirlwind two years and now we can kind of organize things and structure things moving forward. Do you think you're more productive than me? I think I focus on a task, get it done and move on. You try to multitask and you're getting it done, but then there's another thing going. And again, I'm not criticizing because you do have more, you know, you'll be running a load of laundry, you'll be doing the kitchen, you'll be working all at the same time. Whereas, you know, I might do the kitchen, not worry about work and then go to work or, you know, go outside and do stuff. I just kind of do one to the other. I try to get one job done and then move to the other. Whereas you sometimes have, I come home and you've got five jobs on the go and they're all 30% done. Am I saying something that's ticking you off? Because I can see that look on your face. Oh, well, yeah. No, I do think that we definitely, this year, we can work on systems and getting things a little bit more organized around the house and that kind of thing. However, man, like there's just a lot to do, a lot on the go. So I don't know. I guess I could not multitask so much. Like, do you get annoyed when I'm cleaning out the closet and then cleaning the kitchen and both of the closet and the kitchen are both trash? And then, yeah, that's, I think, cause then it stresses me out and you know, you got stuff laying out all over the back hall and the kitchen is, you know, I think get a small job done and then do the next small job and get them over with rather than try and get three big jobs done all at the same time. And you're good at it. You get them done. You know, I always appreciate it and I'm not being real critical. I'm just oh, you're saying, being a little critical. I'm just saying we, we just <laughs> need to focus and prioritize. And I think too, you know, other goals that we, we, you know, we want to more philanthropic things. We've always talked about doing that, spending some time the on charity? that. charity? Yes. Philanthropic? Philanthropy. Philanthropy. Yeah. We want to do more of that, I think. Yeah, no, definitely. That is definitely. You know, we were worried so much about ourselves that it consumed us just getting through this, but you know, there's a lot of things we, and we do do a lot. I'm not saying we don't do a lot. We do certainly do do lots of things, but even more, I think we wanted, we've always wanted to make that kind of a priority and we, mm-hmm. we want to focus on that. 100%. Okay. So the next thing is how has the parenting you each provide changed as the kids have become teenagers? I'm more easygoing now than I ever was. I used to be all over all like making sure everyone's rooms clean and super tidy and that kind of stuff. Like I don't get on the kids as much as I used to. I will say that. Like even the other day, I could not even walk in the door because their shoes, they had just literally taken off all their shoes right there. I couldn't even open the door. And three years ago, I would have for sure held a family meeting about (laughs) that kind of stuff. So I do think I'm more flexible about like the little things now. And it would have sent you sideways for half a day. Oh, I would have been been right pissed. Because I remember remember our conversations in an old podcast about me organizing the shoes before you got home because I knew it used to just send you sideways when you'd walk in the door. Mm -hmm. But they're kids. They leave them sitting there. It's hard. Well, now they're like almost adults. They can still (laughs) start to move their shoes. But I I just let it go because I'm easygoing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think the biggest thing with the kids now is they're a lot more independent. We're at a different stage than we were. Well, we're, you know, we have Reese who's, who's younger, but the older kids are a lot more independent. So our parenting isn't as much micromanaging and day-to-day little things. It's more, you know, making sure they're behaving themselves and making sure they're becoming good pre-adults. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that is 
a real blowout argument when they've done something really not that they do anything terrible, but something a bad, move. But just a dumb move. And you, you know, there's a punishment and it's like, how could you, you're old enough to know better. You know, that's our thought versus, you know, it's common that they should know to move. They should keep their rooms neat and all that stuff. They're old enough to know that. But I think that's where parenting is now is more bigger events yeah. than it is smaller events when yeah. they're, when they're doing things they shouldn't or you know, just making sure that they're polite and it's not about the shoes. It's about just being like a good person who can be like a contributing, successful, happy person in society. Yeah. We're just like, this is like pre-adult. They're ready to shoot out and do their own thing. Yeah. Like don't leave your dishes on the counter dirty because you know, to rinse them off, put them in the dish. We shouldn't have to repeat that even though we sometimes do. But you know, if you're driving now and you get a speeding ticket, you know, you know, you shouldn't be going that fast. You know, why would you do that when you're a new driver and it's going to cause insurance issues? You know, these are just examples of issues we have now that we didn't have when they were younger. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I do think that we've come a long way and that, you know, you and I both always said, we want the kids to go to university, we want them to keep all their, their doors open. We want them to, we, what we thought was the right way to go about life and, you know, we have like one of uh, my stepkids has been like, that's not what I want. And I want to go this route. I want to go trades route. This is what's important to me. And I think where we've come a long way, especially you, is understanding that what the kids want or what we think is best for the kids may not be what they want for their life. And they have to figure that out on their own and just hearing them in that instead of being the parent who's like, well, you need to do this, or this is the next step, or this is what the right way to do life is, just hearing them. I think we've been a lot more flexible in that as the kids are getting to the point where they're making their own decisions and figuring out what post-secondary looks like for them or what kind of job they want and that kind of stuff. Like, And that's hard because we really want certain things for the kids because we've had certain experiences and we value certain things, but just understanding that what we want isn't necessarily what they want. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, or I did, I kind of went the same path as my parents, you know, up to getting a job. I do something very different than my parents, but uh, you know, you do follow what your parents emphasize. And we were always emphasizing what we did and realize that each of them might do something different. And yeah, we have one that's definitely going to do something different, but it's great. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's wonderful and I encourage them to do what they want. But again, you know, don't shut any doors in case you change because what you know at 15 or 16 or 17 could very much change when you're 22, 23, 24. Mm -hmm. It's like finding that balance and going like the world has changed. So there's that, but then also being like, we also know more than you because you are 15 and don't know everything. Well, it's true. You know, my parents nudged me to do things and I'm thankful they did now because if I had had my own way, it would be very different and and I would have closed doors. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was always so adamant that just don't make your decision now. We will support you in whatever you want to do. We just want you to be happy, but don't close any doors and regret that five years later. And I very well could have done that if my parents hadn't have given me a nudge here and there or made me do some things. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. All right. So where did you struggle in your marriage this year? What was, Where did we struggle? Well, I think we've, we've struggled because we have a little one that sleeps with us all the time. So we don't get the intimacy or alone time that we are used to. It's, mm-hmm. Or it's harder. And by the way, if any of you send me a message about co-sleeping and how she should not be in my bed, I will 
immediately block you. <laughs> like I do not want to hear We it. know this, this shouldn't know happen, but we, 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 well, we, we had it under control and then, it, you know, it changed and it's, it, it, it'll, it'll pass. We, you know, had this with other, the, the other kids, but not as long of a period. But again, I, you know, COVID's been, been different and we let some of the rules go. And yeah, just having that alone time because we can't go on a trip. We can't be alone. We can't, we definitely need to carve out some mummy daddy time in mm-hmm. the new year. Yeah. We like our, you know, just romantic and being alone. And, you know, we've had some wonderful times over the last 10 years and we want to continue them. And it's, it's just been harder mm-hmm. to get that because you've got kids around and yeah. a little one that's, you know, with us a lot. She literally, if we are kissing, she'll walk in the room and be like, stop, I stop doing it. You guys are disgusting. Or like the one day we're like lying in bed cuddling and she like opens the door and she's like, I knew it. <laughs> She's like always trying to bust us. But feel, I will feel say. feel like a couple teenagers trying to sneak around. I know. But I will <laughs> say, you know, looking at how quickly the kids have grown up and like how things are so much different now. I miss those days when the kids were young. It's bittersweet right now. You know, the older kids are kind of off doing their thing. And, you know, we have more flexibility. We don't have all of the running around. Like they're really kind of independent And so when Reese is in this stage where she needs us and she wants to be in her bed and she wants to cuddle and like all of those things, as much as I would love some more alone time, I know how quickly it goes. And there are going to be days very soon that we will miss this. Like we'll miss the days when she was like, we were all cuddling together in bed. Like it will go fast, even though right now it feels like it's going very slow. Yeah, it's it's been tough on me. Fortunately, we have Reese, but I was I always loved that you know every weekend the kids would want to be with me and go somewhere and do something, and you know they still watch a movie or we still do some you know different things together, especially outdoor activities. But it's not the same as when I'd walk in the door and three or four kids would come screaming, "Daddy!" You know, I I, I get maybe one, and then the rest are off doing their own thing. Hey, Dad, how's it going? Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's it's not the same as it was or the excitement to do stuff with us it'll be like hey we're gonna do this on saturday well i kind of had plans with so and so oh okay no problem no problem go you know yeah that's the way it is now so i know and i get it i get it it's just what it is but i do i do miss it okay what do you think that i need to work on this year and that's other than the organization thing like in terms if you were to pick a new year's resolution for me other than stop multitasking and trashing (laughs) the kitchen and the closet what would you pick for me I think that Can you, imagine if you just said I should lose like 10 pounds or something. No, 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 no. I, I think you're beautiful. I think that, you know, you um, should work on just getting that time you want alone and, you know, or with me, you know, the, the things that you really, you know, really like. We didn't carve out, like you said, we didn't carve out much time for just the two of us. And I think you need to make that kind of a priority. Some of the things you like or some of the people that your friends that really engage you, that you love going and I, you just haven't been able to do that. And then every once in a while you go and see some of your friends and you're like, that was so nice tonight. And I feel like you miss it and you just need to regularly carve that out regardless of what's going on, whether it's just a smaller thing or I think you need to have that time because I did some of that. I started seeing some of my buddies again and it was fun and not, you know, and, and those times that you and I went away, that was fun. But for a long time there, we weren't really doing that. We were just kind of flying by the seat of our pants. And if we saw people, we did, if we didn't, it was a lot of impromptu, but 
having time with us and having time with your friends and engage you. And I think that's important for you this year to make sure you do it. Mm -hmm. I can definitely get caught up just going to bed early or like sitting in and reading a book and not putting myself out there. Yeah, you'll 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 be content or worried about something and just no, I'm not going to do that. And I'm thinking that would have been a great thing for you to do, you know, just to walk with a friend or go work, do a workout or go have coffee or, you know, a dinner out. And you used to do lots of that and you still do, you still have done it, but you don't make that time as, as much as you used to. And I, I would remember you coming back and just being so happy. Oh, that was so engaging. It was so nice. Just, it was relaxing and we got to do this and it gives you time away from us. But then you and I also having time, I'm, I'm not taking myself out of that picture. I'm saying, you know, it's good for us to go away for a night or a night or two. And we haven't really done that. We used to kind of sneak away for just even a night and, you know, go up to the mm-hmm. cottage or something like that, just the two of us. And we haven't done that. Yeah, we definitely You know, we go out and put a fire on and we'd have great conversation and a couple of drinks, maybe go out for dinner or cook a nice dinner and have a wonderful night. And we just feel so recharged. We'd almost be, oh, this is too short. We, need, we should have done two days. But now we have even a getting- seven-year-old with us every single freaking <laughs> night. But even getting just a night, I think, is if you can get little bits here and there, it's mm-hmm. it's good. So that's what I would think for you. Here's what I think you need to work on. Not that you're you're supposed to ask me. What do you think I need to work on, Jamie? <laughs> well, I knew you were going to ask me, or you're going to tell me, anyways. Yeah. So here's. I think that you are a huge people pleaser. I do think you sometimes want to say no or want to, you know, just like set some boundaries and be like, no, that doesn't work for me, or that's not good for a relaxing weekend that I need or something like that. And I think sometimes you need to put yourself first and not worry about disappointing people so much. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, what? (laughs) Shut up. I do think you need to have that. I I do need alone time and chill time. Sometimes it's always, you know, as soon as I come in on a weekend, it's, you know, taking the kids out and doing things with them, making plans, you know, let's go do this. And there's probably some weekends where, you know, I should do like you. Sometimes you just take off and say, I'm going to go up uh, and be alone tonight. And just, maybe I should do that. Go up and read a book. I don't do that unless I'm on vacation or away or up North in, you know, we're on holidays and I have two weeks where, you know, there's just downtime and I can, Mm -hmm. I can read. Maybe I do every once in a while just need to say, Hey, I'm, I'm going to take off for the afternoon and just do a few things for myself. Yeah. You know what I think is really interesting is like, you think that I need to get out more and like be more social and and do things. (laughs) And I think you need to like tell people no more and like read more books and have more silence. That's where I think it's good. Like we do have a really good balance. We were talking about that this morning. Like we do have a really good balance and the other person can kind of rein the other person back from are different ways. Yeah. And, and I have to, I have to say in the last month or two, because it got busy with Christmas coming up and different events, I turned down going out for a couple dinners and to a Leafs game <laughs> and some things. I just, I didn't go. I just couldn't fit it in and I needed time to. Well, you to couldn't fit regroup. it in because you had said yes to all the other things. <laughs> That's why, honey. All right. So what is so big that it's scaring you guys this year? Any big leaps, career or personal? No, I don't want to do anything scary. I don't, I, I just want to like coast this year. Yeah, I have I th- nothing scary. Yeah. I think we, we've talked about this before that we've put ourselves out there and done a lot of things in the last five years almost. And now we just want to kind of take inventory of what we have and what we're doing and, you know, nothing scary, nothing out of our comfort zone and more just work within our comfort zone for the first time in a, a long time and just enjoy and, mm-hmm. what and we've figure got things and, out. Yeah. Like, yeah. Kind of get organized. Yeah. You know, Cause not, last year not, we did the chalet, like last year mm-hmm. during the pandemic, we had an opportunity and we 
purchased like a rent, we rented and then we have a ski chalet. It was literally so outside of our comfort zone. It was a lot and it was a lot of stress and a lot more work than we thought it was going to be. I don't want to feel like that. This yeah, it was year, just an, ever. Like, an op- I need a break from that. Yeah, it was just an opportunity that we kind of talked about for a while, something, but kind of fell into our lap as an opportunity. And I, I think even if opportunities fall in our lap this year, we just want to kind of chill with no opportunities, yeah. please. Yeah, yeah. People actually ask me about the real estate piece and and that kind of thing, and invest in real estate, and they've had some questions about like how we do things. So maybe if that's something that interests people, we'd be we could do like another episode on that because I know some people have have asked, but. Yeah, definitely some leaps in the last couple of years, but we are ready to just chill. And I'm going to stop multitasking and get organized. And Darren's <laughs> going to set boundaries and we're going to make out more. <laughs> and hopefully next year when we do this year in review podcast, we are fit and our kid is out of our bed. That's a goal. That is a goal. Or a couple goals. couple goals. All right. Well, thanks for doing another episode, even though you had to do this one twice. I frig, I hope this works. I hope it works too. (laughs) That's actually something that I should work on for next year, figuring out how to set up my audio so that I don't have these things happen. Cause I'm always super stressed setting things up like every podcast. And I've done a hundred and I think this is like episode like 128 or something like that. Wow. That's impressive. Impressive that I've screwed it up so many times. No, that you've done 128. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, we are about to host. I'm still in my PJs. And uh, we got people here in two hours, so we're going to go. Happy first podcast episode of the year, 2022. Who knows what's going to happen? COVID seems to still be a thing. The numbers are getting bigger where we are. But, you know, this year I really want people to remember, like, there's so many things that are outside of our control. And I know I say this all the time, but don't focus so much on all the things that are outside of your control that you lose sight of all that is because that's where the change happens. That's where the happiness comes from. Yeah. It's your life. You're in church. Yeah. And enjoy your family and friends. Yeah. And if you don't enjoy them, don't hang out with them. (laughs) (laughs) You can set some boundaries there too. All right. Thanks so much guys. Chat with you in the next one. Thanks so much for tuning in. You guys know the drill. If this resonated, share it with someone who you think will love it too. And if you haven't already, I would be forever grateful if you could head on over to iTunes and give the show a rating and a review. And if you're craving more stepmom content, want to connect with me and stepmoms from all over the world and get access to exclusive content with all my favorite experts, be sure to check out the exclusive stepmom community, www.jamiescrimger.com forward slash membership. Members also get access to my online magazine and can listen in on coaching calls with fellow stepmoms. www.jamiescrimshaw.com forward slash membership. Love you guys. We'll chat with you next week.